Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 120, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, it's Friday, and actually it's our last day in the book of 1 Kings. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Okay, well Marvin, let me check the scoreboard. Yep, you won last week, so you are 8-7 up. Yeah, that's right, 8-7 up and feeling good, Dave. Okay, well, let's see how we get on this week. Jingle, please! What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. Hi, everyone. Hello, Gary, and thank you for coming in. I know squirrels are extra busy at this time of year. That's right, Dave. It's nuts out there. (laughs) Pun intended. Okay, well, we won't keep you too long, but we are ready for the quiz. Okay, then. Here we go. Question one from this week's readings. When Elijah went up against the prophets of Baal, what did he have the people do to the altar before he prayed and asked God to burn it up? Oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. Yep, yeah, I think I've got that one. Question two. When two women came to Solomon, arguing about who a baby belonged to, what did Solomon suggest doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember that. Yep, me too. Okay, so question three. How many men are named in the entire Bible? Oh, oh, wow. Mm. Lots, I bet. Oh, let me see. Okay, okay, yeah. I've got my guess. Okay, yep, yep, I've got my answer too. Okay, let's see how you did. What did Elijah have the people do to the altar? Oh, they tipped a bunch of water on it, right? Yep, that's what I put. They poured jars of water onto it. That's right. Question two, what did Solomon say he would do to the baby? Oh, he said he was going to cut it in half. Yep, yep, I got that too, that he would cut it in two. Okay, and last question. How many men are named in the Bible? Okay, so 66 books, I thought maybe an average of 25 names per book, so that gets me to 1,650. Okay, I guess 2,000, just because I knew there'd be a lot. The correct answer is 1,770. Dave was just 120 out, so he wins this week. Oh, good work, Dave. Thanks, Marvin. And, well, we're back to all square. Okay, I better get back to those nuts. See you guys next week. Bye, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Okay, Marvin, time for us to finish up the book of 1 Kings. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yesterday, poor old Micaiah told Ahab and Jehoshaphat that they wouldn't win the battle. But yeah, then he got slapped and put into prison, huh? That's right. So, well, today we're just going to hear what happens next. Okay, great. So who's reading today? Today we're back to our friend Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Hi, up. Today's reading is from 1 Kings 22, verses 29 to 40. So the king of Israel went up to Ramoth-Gilead. Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, went there too. The king of Israel spoke to Jehoshaphat. He said, I'll go into battle wearing different clothes. Then people won't recognize me, but you wear your royal robes. So the king of Israel put on different clothes. Then he went into battle. 
The king of Aram had given an order to his thirty-two chariot commanders. He had said, Fight only against the king of Israel. Don't fight against anyone else. The chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat. They thought, That has to be the king of Israel. So they turned to attack him. But Jehoshaphat cried out. Then the commanders saw he wasn't the king of Israel after all, so they stopped chasing him. But someone shot an arrow without taking aim. The arrow hit the king of Israel between the parts of his armour. The king told his chariot driver, Turn the chariot around. Get me out of this battle. I've been wounded. All day long the battle continued. The king kept himself standing up by leaning against the inside of his chariot. He kept his face towards the men of Aram. The blood from his wound ran down onto the floor of the chariot. That evening he died. As the sun was setting, a cry spread through the army. Every man must go to his own town, they said. Every man must go to his own land. So the king died. He was brought to Samaria. They buried him there. They washed the chariot at a pool in Samaria. It was where the prostitutes took baths. The dogs licked up Ahab's blood. It happened exactly as the Lord had said it would. The other events of Ahab's rule are written down. Everything he did is written down. That includes the palace he built and decorated with ivory. It also includes the cities he built up and put high walls around. All these things are written in the official records of the kings of Israel. Ahab joined the members of his family who had already died. Ahab's son Ahaziah became the next king after him. Thanks, Johnny. Mm, so they went to war anyway, huh, Dave? They, they ignored Micaiah. That's right. But Micaiah is proved right, and the evil king Ahab dies. And it happens just the way Elijah said it would after Jezebel had had Naboth killed. The dogs licked up his blood. First Kings finishes telling us that Ahab's son Ahaziah takes over from his father, but, well, he keeps on doing all the evil things that Ahab had been doing. Meanwhile, in Judah, Jehoshaphat rules for 25 years before he dies and his son Jehoram takes his throne. Whew, Dave, there sure are a lot of kings in the book of Kings, huh? There definitely are, Marvin. Good kings who listen to God, who follow his commands, who remove the false gods that the people are worshipping. And then there are bad kings who ignore God and lead the people into worshipping those false gods. So, boys and girls, what about you? If we were writing a book about our lives, well, what kind of character would you be? One who remembers and follows God's commands, or one who doesn't? If people were following you, would you be leading them in the right direction, following God, or would you be leading them the wrong way, against God? The most important decision anyone can make is the decision to follow God with their whole heart. So, as we finish up this book of First Kings, ask God to help you follow him, to always go his way, and to lead other people to Jesus. That, boys and girls, would be a life very well spent. Amen. Yeah, for cows too, Dave, huh? Absolutely. Great. Well, look, that will do us for today and for this week. Let's say goodbye, and we will be back next week to start the book of Second Kings. Okay, great. Yeah, well, bye, everyone. Have a good weekend. See you then. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.